comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Random audio files. files. Welcome to Random Audio Files. I'm Frank A. Rincon. So it's Saturday afternoon, and I thought I'd take you along while I um, go visit some friends. First off, I'm going to visit my friend Shannon. She is having a birthday party at a pool over at the Dallas Fraternal Order of Eagles, 3108. I've never been to this place. I don't know anything about it, but I went to their website and it says their mission for more than a century has had a major positive influence on our religion, nation, world, and most importantly, our communities. It was the Eagles who pushed for the founding of Mother's Day, who provided the push for Social Security, and who pushed to end job discrimination based on age. So it'll be fun to hang out with her, talk with her, see what she's been up to. Afterwards, I'm going to attend a Doctor Who event. There's a gentleman who does these lectures where he highlights each doctor in order and talks about their history and some of their notable episodes. Today we're talking about the forgotten doctor. Now I don't want to tell you much more than that because when I first learned about it, it totally surprised me. But I will tantalize you with a little fact. The actor who portrayed this forgotten doctor is also connected to Star Wars A New Hope. And he played an important character in that movie. Who is it? Huh? Who could it be? Well, we'll find out soon enough. So, let's hit the road and see what my friend Shannon is up to. Okay, this is Frank. I pulled up to the swimming area. And it is jam-packed. I almost didn't get a parking space. The guy in the, who is controlling the parking lot said it's full. And right as I pulled away, someone was getting ready to pull out. So I took it. Took their space. So now I'm walking over to my friend Shannon's party. And we're going to see what's up. Just one? Okay, so we're headed up in the main area. And I'm looking for cabana number four. I'll put it on your screen. Hi, cabana number four? Cabana number four. Over there, it says Marcadia on the top of it. Okay, thank you. How are you? Good to see you. Shannon, 
Jason, happy birthday. Great to see you. Hey, I brought my recorder. I want to interview at one point, okay, about your birthday. So I'll get settled in and stuff like that. What are you drinking? Hi, my name is Shannon, and I'm from Dallas. Hi, Shannon. Happy birthday. Hey, thanks, Frank. Here, cheers. Cheers, man. So as I was driving up here, I was describing where we're at. Can you, maybe you can describe it better. Where are we at? Well, we're on the east side, over east of White Rock Lake at the FOA pool, which is just a very laid-back, semi-public pool in East Dallas. Yeah, it is packed. You know what? When I was driving in, they didn't have any spaces. They turned me away, but then a guy was pulling out, and I grabbed it. But, oh, that's uh, awesome. I think they, we got the last space too when we got here, so it was only getting busier. Oh wow! Okay. It's the hottest day of the year so far, I think. Oh really? I think yeah. so. Okay, so you went to Dustin recently? I did. I've been having a—it's my 39th birthday, so I've been really milking it before the big 4-0 next year. Just got back from Destin and haven't missed a beat since. Now I heard that uh, your first night in Destin was different. <laughs> Yeah, this trip was great, but it was a little rough beginning and rough ending. Um, we got there on the 4th of July only to discover that our room reservation disappeared. We were without a room and no car, nothing was available, and we ended up sleeping in the woods, literally in the woods with beach towels. Are you serious? <laughs> I guess it was a kind of a test of our Ryan and I's relationship, my boyfriend and I's relationship. <laughs> I, all I have to say, Shannon, is kudos to you, because I know a lot of girls who would not put up with that crap. <laughs> well, luckily the hotel was really nice. They held our bags, they let us freshen up, and then after that it was just, you know, time to rough it. So did they give a reason why they lost your uh, room? No, I just think that happens sometimes when you book with those third-party sites and not direct, oh, perhaps. So, gotcha, gotcha. It, you know, it wasn't a matter of, like, whose fault it was. It was just about how to make it the most of it. Okay, great. And you said the ending was a little rough? The ending was also rough. We uh, made it from Florida to Houston for our layover, and our plane had mechanical problems, and it was on a two-hour delay. So we were on the tarmac for two hours with no air. They let us off the plane to go get, a, you know, to go to the bathroom, get a get a drink, what have you. They told us we had a 45 minute, another 45 minutes, and uh, when we came back, it was 15 minutes later, and the plane took off without us. Oh! <laughs> With our bags on the plane, so. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm glad you're laughing about it too. I know a lot of people would be very annoyed by that. So. Well, I, it, it was funny to see Ryan, who's so laid back. He was a little panicked. I. I Got the opportunity to be the cool, the chill one for once in my life, <laughs> which I enjoyed. And, uh, you know, we just got on the next flight, got in about midnight, and our bags were waiting for us when we got there. So, okay, kudos to you. So, this is your 39th, 39th birthday. Yes. What do you expect this year? What do you want to accomplish this year? <sighs> you know, just, just to kind of just be reminded that, you know, age is just a number. I feel great, I feel blessed, I'm in good health. I plan on taking another trip this year, hopefully without such a rough beginning and ending. And uh, got a college reunion coming up next year, okay. so it should be it should prove to be a great year. I'm very blessed. Now let's call Carrie. Come over here. Come here. This is my best friend, Carrie. Carrie, what's up? Hey, Frank. How are you doing? Good. I'm recording for the podcast. Now, when you saw the microphone, you walked away. Well, I didn't want to interfere because I saw you guys were doing an interview, so I figured I'd let you guys finish. Whatever. She was lingering in the back so she could be on here. I know her. She, you were waving at the microphone like it was a camera, like, hey, you were trying to you were trying to photobomb the microphone. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> so, Carrie, what's up with you? Oh, just um, out here enjoying the day for my best friend's, like, wonderful birthday week, you hey. know? 
Now, you guys have been friends since high school, right? Well, since our freshman year in college, so okay. over, like 20 years, over 20 years. 21 years? Anyway, yeah. God, that long. Wow. I don't even want to think about it. Yeah, half I think we met. Age. Half of our age, basically. Yeah. We met when we were 18, yeah. and I, yeah, over 20 years. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I know there's that photo. You guys, it was a throwback Thursday. It was maybe you or Shannon that had a picture of you girls from the 90s. Yeah. And, you know, you had high jeans, big hair. And I think I posted, yeah, you're hot for the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to Shannon. Yes, she posted that picture. I had, like, huge shoulder pads in my jacket, and Shannon had, like, the awesome mom jeans on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give it, I don't care jeans that you might think I'd be wearing now, but I, I don't know. Hopefully you just get better with age because that was horrible. Do you know we were in um, uh, neat, like, it wasn't Nice, it was, like, um, Monaco? Mon yeah, they Monte were Carlo? filming that. Uh, James Bond film, Goldeneye. Goldeneye. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly where we were. Oh, and wow, we, okay. we could not get into the hotel. We were too young to get into the casino to be, they wanted us to be extras in the film. Oh, okay. So but you, Bond girls, I don't know, one of the two. <laughs> exactly. Probably Bond girl. No. Hey, look at that. Not in those jeans. Someone launched a ball from the from the water cannons. It just looked cool. Yeah. yeah so yeah, you'd think they would have gone, hey, these girls would be great bond girls. Ooh. Except for those jeans. Those jeans. Almost nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I don't want to take up too much of your birthday time. You have a good turnout here. There's gotta be at least 20 people here, I if not. Friends, man. You're one of them, Frank. Oh, thank you. And I like the cabana, which technically that's not a cabana, but <laughs> For the FOE, it is. It's, like I said, it's pretty laid back out here. Great place. At least there's no strippers walking around in heels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <When> Not, I, yet. <laughs> Not yet. Anyways. When I walked up, I asked, I asked, so where's Cabana Ford to someone? And they... Monica Von Rosenberg. I'm from Dallas, Texas. Jeff Linder from Dallas, Texas. Hey, guys. So, anything exciting happened recently? Uh, yeah, we got engaged a few weeks ago. What? No way. Congratulations. Thanks. <laughs> so you got to tell me, how did it happen? Uh, well, we were on vacation with some friends, and we ditched them to go have a <laughs> midnight stroll on the beach. And as we were walking through the water and under the halo moon, because that was the every 80 years. 180. 180 years. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, he's down on one knee in front of me, and he's saying something about being together forever, and I see something shiny come out of his pocket, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And then he said... I said, will you marry me? And she said, oh my god, oh my god, and then about fell down. <laughs> And then he said, is that a yes? And I said, yes, fool. <laughs> yeah, I saw on Facebook there was some type of theme going on about yes, fool. Yes, um, it's kind of a catchphrase with a buddy of ours that was with us for the trip. So uh, it just kind of bled into everything. Guys, congratulations. You know, I failed to mention that we're all, all you know, we all know each other. You guys are friends with, with uh, birthday girl, um, Shannon, and you've known Shannon for a long time. Yes, very long time. She's my HLP. <laughs> How long do you think you've known her? Uh, 13 years this year. Wow. Yeah, that's a long time. And how about you? Have you known Shannon long? I've known Shannon about six months. Okay. <laughs> Through Monica. 
Well, that's cool. Well, congratulations, guys. So, what's the future plan? I mean, do you have a date yet? March 6th, uh, 2015. Oh, my God. Yep. Uh, Poetry, Texas. Yep. It's about 10 miles outside to the east of Rockwall. It's a pretty location. Hey, that's okay. Hi, my name's Frank. What's your name? I have a I have a radio show on on the internet, and I'm talking to uh, to your dad and Monica. I threw him off a little bit with that. It's okay. All right, guys, let's say bye. All right, bye. goodbye. Bye. Right, congratulations. Bye, Thank you. Thank you. Uh -oh. Hi, mom. <laughs> you got it in. Yeah. Have a seat. Okay, so you're Jeff's son, right? Yes. Yes, I am. What's your name? Uh, my name's Lucas. All right, Lucas, how are you? I'm good. So let's start with the basics. How old are you? I'm 10. 10? What grade are you in? Um, I'm moving into fifth. Fifth? Okay. And um, what are your favorite things right now? Like, are you into Star Wars? Are you into Legos? Are you into Marvel Comics? Uh, a little bit of the Marvel Comics, but not much of any of the Star Wars uh, typical things a 10-year-old boy would be interested in. I'm more interested in video games, games like Call of Duty, GTA, stuff like that. Oh, okay. I played Call of Duty, too. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, I agree. Let's see. Right now, I'm playing a video game called Doom 3. Ever hear of it? Uh, yes. I was actually going to buy it uh, because it's, it works on the Oculus Rift, which is a uh, uh, virtual reality headset. Cool. How did you learn about Oculus Rift? Um, YouTube videos mostly. I was just like surfing around and then there was something, it said Oculus Rift. So I clicked on it. It was their Kickstarter campaign and I saw it and I, and a month or two after the release of it, I finally got it and it was pretty cool. Uh, yes. Now, you, um, do you know much about, about the Doom games? Yes, it was the the first Doom was one of the uh, first video fir, first first person shooters ever, and then there was Wolfenstein, and then uh, there was Duke Nukem. But yes, I I've played the first Doom. The first Doom was probably the funnest Doom of them. And Doom Two was kind of iffy, and Doom Three was not that good. <laughs> the first one was better than all the other ones. You know, I just because um, those are the video games that I grew up on, uh, Doom and Doom Two, uh, and and I remember at the time it being like, wow, this is the greatest video game ever. Yeah, like and the graphics are so amazing, yeah. and now and now we're like, what the heck? <laughs> like, like, I'm not playing this. This ha this doesn't have any any good graphics at all. Okay, so uh, you also have a sister here. Is that uh, your only sibling? Um, yes. And uh, what is she into? What does she like to do? Um, everything that a boy like me would like. Like, she likes Star Wars. She likes Marvel. And she likes stuff like that. But also, most importantly, she is one with her phone. She has not got off her phone the whole time we were here. That's funny. Yeah. Do you have a phone? Stop rubbing it in. I lost no. it. No. Oh, no. I didn't know. So you lost your phone? No, my mom did. Oh, okay. Well, that You just give me a new one because I'm on a two-year contract. Oh. How about that, Verizon? <laughs> so maybe next time you'll be more careful? My mom lost. 
lost it. Oh, your mom lost it. Okay. Yes. Well, um, yeah, it's kind of funny how we always use phones now for everything, right? Yeah, I agree. No, I don't agree. It's phones are awesome. If I had a phone right now, I would be uh, finding out the answers on Twitter right now. I would be like, one second, let me ask my followers. <laughs> no. How many Twitter followers do you have? Um, I actually my account actually got hacked, but oh. I had like uh, uh like 24. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. No, no, it's not. It's not. So you said you're into Marvel stuff. Are you um are you looking forward to the Guardians of the Galaxy movie? Yeah, very much. Do you know anything about Guardians of the Galaxy? Not really, no. Okay, cool. I don't know that much about him either. I know a little bit, but not much. So I'm kind of going in blind too. I have a question for you. Okay. What is your favorite uh, Marvel comic or uh, superhero? Okay. I like the Hulk a lot. I think um, I like the idea about him. You know how the angrier he gets, the stronger he gets, and, and you just can't stop him. He's just so powerful. So I like the Hulk a lot. Yeah, and my, my favorite, which you didn't ask, but I'm still going to tell you it, it's not really a superhero. It's from the comics, like only in the comics. There's a game about him. His name's Deadpool. Deadpool's the best. Do you like him? He's kind of uh, funny and sarcastic, right? Yeah, he's he's super funny. Yeah, have you ever read any of the comics about of him? Um, one or two, yeah. Okay. I read the first issue. Okay. Do you collect comic books? What? Do you collect comic books? No. Okay. Now and then, I will look at them, but I never actually uh, buy them. Okay. Do you uh is do comic books interest you? Like maybe something you might want to collect? Well, maybe, but um, I mostly read them, which I don't read them a lot, but it, when I do, it's because regular books have so many pages and so many words and work, and uh, but um, but the comic books are just like, they're, they have pictures too, and most books don't have pictures these days. Yeah, I grew up on comic books. I like comic books a lot. I, I, growing up, I like Superman. I like Shazam. Do you know who Shazam is? Never heard of her. Do you know who Flash is? Yes. You know he's getting his own TV show? No, I thought he was getting a new movie. Recently. He's getting a TV show. There's going to be, have you heard of The Arrow? Yeah. I don't like it though. Okay. Well, it's going to be a spin-off of the Arrow and it's called and it's going to be about the Flash. So maybe you might like that one because you know the Flash, he runs really fast. So that's kind of cool. Um no, because I don't like DC Comics. I only like Marvel. Oh, okay. So if you only had to choose one, Marvel. Okay. What do you not like about DC? I hope you're being sarcastic. It's everything. Oh, no, I'm not being sarcastic because I like DC. So there's differences in what people like. So tell me why, tell me what is it about DC you don't like? I don't know. I just don't like them. You don't like their heroes? Um, no, not really because I started liking comic books like and superheroes in Marvel. So I would rather have Marvel over than DC. But if I had to go with DC... Then I would still like if they had two comic books and they were both DC. I would still have to. I would still take one. Okay. Uh, now Batman is DC. Do you like Batman? Kind of. Yeah. He's probably my favorite DC uh, comic uh, superhero thing. Okay. Well, that's cool. That's interesting. You know, I've noticed that 
depending on on uh, who you read when you're a kid is who you end up liking as an adult. So I grew up with DC, so that's why I like DC. So obviously Marvel's going to be your favorite when you become an adult. Uh, maybe or maybe not. You never know. Stuff could change. Yeah, that's true. Well, okay, well, it's been a pleasure talking to you. And, um, yeah, that's it. We did an interview. But y you talked to the girl before way more than you talked to me. Oh, I talked to you for about five minutes. I probably talked to the girl maybe a little longer, but... Like ten minutes. You're, <laughs> you're so rude. Okay, well, thank you so much for talking to me. I really appreciate it. Okay. I'm about to head to the Doctor Who event. Hey, how are you? Uh, so I'm meeting some friends here for like a Doctor Who event. Do you know about this? Is it the timey-wimey? That's it. It's upstairs. Um, okay. We have um, stairs on either side of floral as well okay. as an elevator on this side. Great. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Uh -huh. Hi, I'm Jeff from Dallas, and I am a lifelong Doctor Who fan since 1979. Hey, great. Great to meet you. Well, I'm very happy to be here, and I'm glad to be able to host this tonight for everybody. Yeah, so let's see. The group itself, the name of the group, the exact name of this meetup group is called? The Wibbly Wobbly Timey Wimey <laughs> Doctor Who Meetup Group, or should I say the DFW Wibbly Wobbly Timey Wimey DFW Meetup Group. So. Yeah, and anyone who's a Doctor Who fan should, should get that reference, so that's awesome. So today we're actually meeting, uh, you've been doing these like workshops or lectures, if you want to call them, about the different types of Doctor, Who, uh, Doctor Who's uh, going through each one, but you... You're touching on one today that I didn't even know existed up until maybe six months ago. Can you tell us who that is, who the actor is that plays this Doctor Who? Well, sure. The, uh, the actor is Peter Cushing. He's a, a very respected British actor. Um, he had a, an incredibly long career. Uh, in 2013 would have been his 100th birthday. And so Doctor Who magazine did a feature article on his life. Uh, he primarily was film and theater with a little television. He's noted for a couple things. One is he's the first actor to play Sherlock Holmes on television, on British television. Uh, another thing is for Star Wars fans, he's Grand Moff Tarkin from the first movie. And uh, for fans of horror movies, uh, he is the um, uh, actor who's been in numerous, what are, uh, there's a company called Hammer, which makes horror movies, uh, Frankenstein, Dracula, things of that variety. So he's played everything from uh, Van Helsing to Dr. Frankenstein. So good and bad guys. Now, I was asking you earlier today about how does this Doctor Who fit in canon, and you had a very easy answer for me. Well, I mean, it, it really doesn't. It, the, the, the movies were designed because at the time, many television shows had movie versions, and a lot of liberties were taken with the show's own continuity, Doctor Who being no exception. But, I mean, there were, for instance, film versions of Steptoe and Son and Dad's Army, which were popular British comedies, and Monty Python even had a film version of many of the sketches that were on the show. But really, the movies came about as a means to cash in on the Dalek popularity, which was at its peak in 1965. 
And so they uh, decided that they were not going to cast William Hartnell, primarily, I think, because of the fact that the schedule for the show itself was 52 weeks out of the year and he would not have been able to be excused uh, to be able to do the movie. And and I think that might have upset him in a way because I'm sure he would have liked to have had that as maybe a springboard to some greater fame. So they were looking for a name and Peter Cushing was uh, well-known in British film circles and available and that's why they cast him as the Doctor. Now, uh, just from memory... um uh, the Doctor Who that you just mentioned, the William... Um, William Hartnell, yes. Hartnell. The, first, the first actor who played the Doctor. Okay, so he was the first actor. Now, was he... I know he had some memory issues towards the end of his career. Is that correct? Yeah, he, he was suffering from arteriosclerosis, which unfortunately was making it harder for him to be able to recite long passages of dialogue. And in fact, in the third season, what happened is his companion, who was Stephen Taylor, they tried to foist more of the responsibilities onto him. And at one point, the producers were considering... Uh, in the story of the Celestial Toymaker, they made the Doctor invisible. They were considering recasting the part at that point because when the Doctor would be made visible again, he'd have a completely different appearance. But they held off on that for a few more stories until they got to the 10th planet when they actually did recast him with the first regeneration, which wasn't called that back then. It was called Renewal. And Patrick Troughton became the second Doctor in the story of the 10th planet from 1966. So... Um speculating here. Was it his health reasons that kind of caused for the recasting of it? It wasn't. And also for the fact that he was becoming, as part of that, more difficult to work with on set. And for a show that was as grueling as Doctor Who was, the lead actor really has to be able to have a lot of stamina to go through a kind of schedule like that. Uh, when you're basically shooting an episode a week for the entire year. Back when they would have 44 to 49 episodes of Doctor Who almost year-round. Okay, and just one final question. So we're watching two movies today with Peter Cushing that were in theaters. Uh, Just what were the name of the movies and when did they come out? Well, the first one was called Doctor Who and the Daleks, and he's referred as Doctor Who in the movie. It came out in 1965. And then the following year, they released the movie called Daleks Invasion Earth 2150, which, uh, if you notice, Doctor Who is kind of kicked out of the title at that point because really the big draw is the Daleks. And something of interest to Doctor Who fans two actors who had big prominent roles in the future of Doctor Who are in this movie. One of them is Philip Maddock, who went on to appear uh, four other times in the show, including uh, The Brain of Morbius, which for the fans of the new show um, have noticed The uh, Sisterhood of Karn, where Paul McGann uh, landed back on and received his regeneration to um, John Hurt. But that was the episode where we meet The Sisterhood of Karn, and Philip Maddock plays a mad scientist in the vein of Frankenstein, so it's very horror-influenced. And the other actor in this film is Bernard Cribbins, who many people know as Wilfred, uh, who was the doctor's, uh, it was um, the grandfather of um, <laughs> now I'm blanking right now, um, the red-headed companion <laughs> who is in the um, played by Catherine Tate uh, Donna. Donna, Donna, that's right, Donna Noble. Her grandfather is uh, played by Bernard Cribbins, and he's in this movie as a much younger actor because back at the time this movie was shot, he was a comedy actor. So it's kind of these two guys along with that we'll see. Um, again, even with this sequel movie, there are some casting changes where the Ian and Barbara character are written out and two other companions come in. So it's kind of like a whole separate continuity within yet another whole separate continuity. It's very wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey for Doctor Who. Well, I want to I, I appreciate your time. Thank, thank you for that little bit. And I'm having a great time. I'm glad you're, you do these. So uh, thanks a lot. Well, I appreciate it. And I hope people can continue to come to these. We'll do a third Doctor one sometime in the fall and just continue through the Doctors. So after the meeting with the Doctor Who Club, I headed home 
We did watch two movies that night. Out of the two, my favorite was the second one, Dalek's Invasion Earth 2150 AD. The first one was fine, but the second one definitely had more production value. And if you're a Doctor Who fan, I would say make an effort to, to see them, but don't go out of your way to see them, if that makes sense. For Sunday, I ended up going to a sports bar and watching the World Cup and watch Germany win. That particular uh, outing, I just went by myself. I couldn't get anyone to, interested in going to see the game with me. And um, while that may sound lonely, I'm never lonely. Because when I do feel lonely, in those rare cases, I always think of a song. Somewhere out there beneath the pale moonlight Someone's thinking of me and loving me tonight Thanks for listening to this edition of Random Audio Files. Half Hour Wasted will be back. Take care.